Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? What's going on, people? What is going on? As you already know, this is Monday night, which is the beginning of the shut up phone. Which, which is the beginning of the play week and hate week part two. Welcome to Cooler Talk Monday, as I am your host, the Six Man K Styles, and to my stage left. What do you want to be called besides the mad scientist? The homicidal, suicidal, genocidal. Homicidal, suicidal, genocidal. Bad, my sports. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I'm cool. gonna, I, I, there's going to be quite a few chairs thrown. <laughs> Tonight, I can almost guarantee that. Mm, oh, Lord. <laughs> so yeah, they not, they, I don't think people well, going to be happy about it. Well, at least your name ain't Eat Dirt. That motherfucker get his chair thrown all the time. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody that caught that reference from Boondocks. Right, yeah. mm. And, wow, the... um. The real roll call is kind of extensive today. I think y'all coming in heavy right now. Ah, uh, you think? Yeah, man. Let's go ahead and get start that off, man, with Robert Ponder, Joseph Thornton, YMOF Jamal, Tev Sports and Gaming, B Tuck and Foles. Shout out to Big Ant, Lee85, Atlanta Nation, Melvin Emery. Ran Ran, JB, Trey Hill, Brandon Little, Brian Peoples, Darnell Adamsville, Bobby Boy Zone 3, Jerry Bowie, Pamela. What's going on, baby? How you doing? Appreciate you tuning in. Scotty Robinson, Andrew G, D Coleman, DJ, Nathan Floyd, Wheezy B, Low Ski, Dreddy, Pat Norris. Sonia, baby, appreciate you tuning in. That's one of my peoples right there, DJ316. So, <clears throat> are y'all ready? We got Drake, Lindsey, Deshaun, Coswell, and Trey. Hey, man, y'all make sure y'all go ahead and hit that like button and hit that subscribe button for GSN, GSN Mad Mike Sports before y'all before we start this thing. So I want to give y'all a couple seconds to go ahead and hit that like button. I think we got a good one coming up for you tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good one, man. ATL Leo, appreciate you coming in, man. Hey, Mike, check, 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 check that. Let, 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 let's see. Let's see if they hit that like button already, man. What you got? The, the, the like button. Let me see what they got. Let me see. Let's see. Let me see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let me see. All right, we got seven over there. Adonis, you can get more than nah, just Domino's, I don't care. I ain't hungry. 
Okay, we good. We good. We got 21 and then it's seven. All right, so we're gonna go get this three, two, one. Okay, you kind of jamming over there, ain't you? Just a little bit. Just a little bit, just a little bit. Just a little bit. You over there listening to grills? I already hear the damn beat going on. <laughs> Smile for me, daddy. What you looking at, girl? I want to see your grill. You want to see my one? Yeah, my grill. Yeah, yeah, my grill. Rock this drill store, tell him, make me a grill. You take a whole, you know, you take a whole <laughs> beat and turn it into a nigga. <laughs> hey, that's my shit. That's my shit right there, man. Hey, man, so as we already know, the news done popped in last week. And we heard us talk about it quite a bit. And that is the official, it is now official out of Arthur Smith's mouth. That Mr. Not him, but him. I ain't have another picture, so we, we had to use this one just for a little bit. Mr. Desmond Ritter is now officially the starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. And it's interesting that it comes at a time like this, which is actually. The title of this video, <clears throat> Arthur Smith did right by Desmond Ritter by waiting this long to put him in. And we're going to go ahead and start this show off with Bad Mike Sports and let us know what are your thoughts and expectations of this move. Um, this move, in my opinion, uh, I want to speed it up just a little bit because I got a lot on my mind. So I'm, I might talk a little faster than usual. Um, hey, you want to? Hey, you want to? Hold on, hold on, my my bad, my bad. You want to get a couple of the news stories out the way before we get that? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So for some of the other news that we had here for Atlanta Falcon Land is that Damian Williams got released from the Falcons and that's it they did quite a bit Logan Whiteside Woodside whatever they had and Marcus Mariota is expected to be on our that's a lot going on (laughs) yeah I thought it was interesting that they picked up a quarterback uh, in like the quote unquote change another guard. Um, I thought that was interesting. I didn't see <laughs> that coming. Um, mm-hmm. To be honest, to see Marcus Mariota uh, going on IR, I don't know exactly if I believe it or not that he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, like to be honest, I think Arthur Smith, one of those guys that he's going to protect the image of his quarterbacks. I, I, I truly believe that. But like I said, he may have it. Uh, uh, he may be dealing with an injury. Marcus Mariota had issues in the past with his knee, so it might be a legit. Um, but I just, it was just interesting how everything transpired um, this week after we've heard nothing about Mariota having right. any injury issues. 
Rock. And I want to highlight Bridget here. She said, yeah, he did right by Ritter and Mariota. Gave Mariota a chance, and it didn't work out. And in the meantime, he prepared Ritter when he was at the end of the road with Mariota. I'm going to be honest with y'all. He's been preparing Ritter since the beginning of the year. Like you said, the difference is, is he did not rush him. But the one thing I will say that what we're not going to do and I know you didn't do this, Mama. So, like I said, I'm just going to say this in general. As much as Mariota had frustrated a lot of us, a lot of Falcons fans with his play, we got to put some respect on his name because this team could be a hell of a lot worse. And this is one of those issues where, like I said, we talk about all the bad and negative plays Mariota has had, but we always negate the good plays he had as well. Like I said, it just came to a point where, as we said before, right around that bye week was going to be the threshold between where Marcus Mariota is and where Desmond Ritter is. It's just that, unfortunately, the Falcons have kind of been on the slide And they wanted to go ahead and get the young gunner in the game. And by Arthur Smith's plan, this was the right time because remember, as we always said, we don't want unseasoned chicken. This is the seasoning. Nah. This is the seasoning. This is the paprika. This is um lemon juice. You know, you know, uh, honey, 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 hot, hot honey mustard, all that, putting on that damn, yeah. I wanna, uh, let me, let me pause you right quick. Um, Good, please, Kyle Murray just got carted off the field, don't know the extent of the injury. The game literally just started and he got carted off the field. Um, so he has an injury kind of looking a non-contact injury and uh, that does not look that yeah Um, as I'm seeing it now ooh wow yeah that's an ACL oh that knee gone oh that knee yeah that's an ACL non-contact I ain't ain't gonna lie bro ACL injuries freak me like like when people tear ACL they freak me out like after that yeah, Willis McGay, yeah. yeah. after after Willis McGay, he got that knee took out in that damn Orange Bowl against damn Ohio State. Ooh. Them them knee injuries have been hell for me to look at like that. Yeah, nobody touched him. He cut and went straight down. Right. Yeah, I, I feel bad for that franchise because they literally just sign him to a, a contract extension that he mm-hmm. hasn't yet to see and wow they they see that that this i, I know it's a, yeah, it's a part of the game but this is these are the things that we talk about when you put these young quarterbacks man you got to be real careful when you give them these contract extensions because things like this can happen um and well not just quarterbacks with mobile quarterback because once he loses that mobility if he loses that mobility is he going to be the same quarterback that's the thing so 
now they if he doesn't come back and I don't have any reason to think that Kyler Murray can't come back um, at full strength but um, if he doesn't come back then and you pay me dollar for a guy that's not the same quarterback so uh, that, that's the that's the that's the trouble that a lot of court uh, a lot of franchises going to be dealing with especially with the young quarterbacks who come out out the gate putting up big time numbers and then they don't finish out their first contract then you sign them to a contract um after those four years and he end up getting hurt you stuck with a guy that you're paying 40 something 50 million dollars for like i said that that's that's the thing. I I like. I really feel bad for them. those yeah. uh, Cardinals fans. They done been through right. a damn. <laughs> they done oh, been yeah. through a number. They done went through the Josh Skelton era and all that. We don't even want to go into right. that. Uh, yeah. Just look. Just a little quick, quick question here before we get to the top. John said, "Clarence, do you think the plan starts had they they do with these men? And a lot of these players are actually petitioning about these 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 grass turf." surfaces because it is a lot of knee injuries and stuff going on um because the way that they build these these turf this turf is all based on speed like that that's why you see these players that are a lot faster um yeah man we'll see how it go there but like i said prayers up to tyler murray um i don't like to hear anything about no knee injuries but Let's go ahead and get back into the feature presentation for tonight. And we're going to actually go back to Mr. Desmond Ritter. So go ahead, Mike. I thought I just want to get a couple of them news stories out the way. Okay, so the Desmond Ritter topic, I think a lot of people are wondering to themselves, like, what is he going to look like? And I um, did extensive homework um, pretty much all weekend looking at the types of formations, how he throws, delivers the ball, the offensive line, and how each offensive lineman play under Desmond Ritter versus a guy like um, Marcus Mariota. And uh, just in a minute, I'm going to give you guys exactly what you pretty much came here for, um, that hot take. And I- I'm going to just start with this. Uh, for the, uh, the first part, we're going to start with the formations, the different formations that you may see with uh, Desmond Ritter, uh, more than likely we'll see. Um, the first one here, you see him in the shotgun. The Falcons are one of those teams that don't necessarily have to use a ton of shotgun uh, with their offense. Uh, and these are the things that we talk about um, what Marcus Mariota was. This a offense where most of those guys who kind of held back as far as his skill set as a quarterback, uh, the formations um, that we stick too much to uh, match protect formations and like I said under there be keep in mind it was the preseason but this is one of the, I chose this particular game because both of these teams pretty much came out and said that they want to you know hold nothing so this is a perfect game to kind of get an understanding of what Falcons offense look like on Desmond Ritter. Um, here, you see again, you got a shotgun. You see the trip sits on on the on the right side. Um, this formation here, uh, you see under center. This is something here when we talk about under center. You got two backs. 
again, another trip set on the right side uh, and a, a wide receiver on the left. Um, but this is something that we typically don't see and um, nobody asks you to come on the screen, Ms. Maggie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Good and damn ready, Mike. Anime, what the hell? <laughs> but this is a this this is this is the pistol formation here. You still see the tight ends again. They're going right back to the right side. Um, that's something that you've been saying all year. The right tackle very seldom has a one-on-one -on -one opportunity. So that's that's another um, trait for Arthur Smith. He really seldom leave his right tackle uh, alone in the pistol formation. Again, this is a formation that the Falcons primarily use under Marcus Mariota. The fourth one that I want to kind of bring light to, um, again, is this, the spread, using four wide receivers in the shotgun. Again, this is something that you very seldom see uh, on the Atlanta Falcons. Um, but these are the, the points that I see, and I want to kind of go and break these down real quick. Um, Ritter under center quite a bit more. Again, this is something that the Falcons have done um, very little. The Falcons have done this, uh, been under center. They primarily use under center in short yardage situations and goal line situations. And you hear uh, this was the last game against the Washington uh, I was about to say the Redskins, but the Washington team. I'm just going to call them the Washington team. I'm not saying no damn commanders. But this is last week against the Washington uh, team. He had the first pass. Go ahead. Nah, I ain't saying nothing. I was just going to say, just call them some bitches from Washington. Oh, okay. Them. The Washington. Them. Some bitches from them. Washington. Them. Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh ahead, ahead, this, is, this is this is the end of the game, not the entire game, but kind of get an understanding of what why uh, I'm bringing light to this particular. <laughs> the first pass, the first uh, play under center was a pass to London, was a complete for the first down. The second one was also completion, first down to uh, Drake London. The third one was a toss outside to Caleb Huntley, and that's something with the Falcons they've used. A lot of uh, outside zone running schemes. They run uh, a lot of toss plays, the kind of big plays, and they're one of the best teams in the league when it comes down to those toss plays and uh, stretch plays. The, the, the fourth one was a quarterback sneak. Um, that's something they typically see from them. Uh, again, in short yardage situation, the fifth one, again, a toss to Huntley. And it was the first down. Goal line, play action. They went to Michael Pruitt for the touchdown. Play action again. Uh, first down and an option run for Marcus Mariota. Why is this significant? Because these are the things when it comes down to the Falcons that is going to be very uh, interesting. And this is interesting because here is the hot take. I know a lot of people have been down on this guy, Miss Maggie, myself, Case Styles. Thing. What's that? What's that quote that you say, Case Styles? I got so many quotes. I got. I got dig in my bag right quick. You, you, um, it's, it's similar to the. It's, it's similar to the four. It's the, the 
it's 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 similar to the four word one that you always. This is fairly new. Oh. This is a fairly new. Oh. One. Snap the damn bow. Bow. Okay, okay. <laughs> make sure, make and make the sure. reason why, <laughs> and then the reason why I say this is significant is because the Falcons have primarily been in pistol. The pistol formation is mostly due to one thing formation to do a couple of things. One, attack the outside, but it's a max protect formation. That's a protect formation. When I went back and looked at the film, stood out to me is that Drew Dahlman did enough a blunder or blunders as a center. I saw one snap that entire game where Drew over snap, under snap things. He played so one of the did they use a lot of under center and they use a lot of uh big type. So what am I saying? Drew Dalman, if we're gonna get the best out of Drew Dalman. We're gonna have to go play some big boy football. We're gonna have to, which is what Desmond Ritter is used to, and what we've seen, we haven't seen a lot of. But the biggest thing, I know a lot of people want to themselves. I don't think Drew Dalman is the problem. Drew Dalman is not the problem with this team. The thing with this Falcons offense and the thing with Arthur Smith, Arthur Smith loves to mix up his formations. And when you have a quarterback that magically gets hurt, and when you see a quarterback that has had a lot of confidence issue throwing the ball, how can you mix up your formations when this quarterback is only comfortable in the pistol? Remember, you go back to college. What was his main, what was the main, let's just say it was two formations that you saw a lot in Oregon. Shotgun and pistol. Shotgun and pistol. When he was in Tennessee, he did the same thing. A lot of shotgun and a lot. And it puts your offensive line in a bind when they know defensively the formations you're going to be in. They know the Falcons are going to be in pistol. So it's easy for a defensive coordinator to get used to to call certain blitzes and defenses because they know exactly what players are going to be. So if you're being more predictable with your formations, this makes it easier for the defense to attack the inside. The inside of the offensive line. And we've seen all year long, we've had struggles with one and two spots on the offensive line. That's the left guard and the center. 
We haven't had a lot of issues at right tackle or left tackle. We haven't had any issues with Chris Lindstrom. The problem with this Atlanta Falcons offense, and one of the main reasons why they're going to Desmond Ritter, is because the Falcons offense isn't as predictable with Desmond Ritter and Marcus Mariota. So essentially what I'm saying, I don't think they're going to do anything with Drew Dahlman. I think Drew Dahlman is here to stay. I'm going to be popular with a lot of people, but Drew Dahlman is not the problem with this Atlanta Falcons offer. It's the predictability with their formations. All right, we go. Like I said, we this is definitely going to be a good opportunity to find out. Cause, like I said, if I see this motherfucker dribble another snap, yeah. if he dribbles another <laughs> snap. Oh, it's gonna happen. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. We've seen too much. We, we wasn't well, really quarterback one that was kind of look, look, bro. This boy dribbled mm-hmm. as many snaps as Joe Johnson. I saw the offense back in this environment. Look, look, right. look, I'm about to say, boy, look, the last time I seen anybody dribble, dribble. pistol. It ain't no mm-hmm. secret. Right. Right. Like I said, I, like I said, like I said, at the time, Drew, John, Drew, Drew Dahlman was looking like Joe Johnson out there with all the dribble passes now, the, the dribble snaps. So, like I said, hopefully, but like I said, hopefully, hopefully, if they give him more opportunities to be under center, hopefully mm-hmm. it's just that. But Maggie, let's go ahead and get your point. Let, let, mm-hmm. let, let, give us what you think. What you thinking right now? Give us what you think. I kind of came in the tail ends. I don't even know really what the topic is about. So we just talking about. Um, this is pretty much what your, what your expectations for Ritter and and like I said. That's just pretty much what will be your expectations. Um, honestly, I do feel like um, we probably see a little bit improvement when it comes to at least. I just felt like there was some type of disconnect with our receivers and Mario. That's just how I feel. I felt like Mariota kind of critiqued himself a little too, too much. Um, where he, he, a lot of times, like I stated last night, sometimes like that last game, he was kind of staring down his receivers. And it's getting to the point where, like you said, with Arthur yeah. Smith, it's starting to become a little predictable as far as, because like game one, they didn't have any film on the Atlanta Falcons. They didn't know what to expect. They didn't know what was going to happen when he came in. At this point, everybody kind of is like, okay, now we we kind of figuring out these Falcons at this point. Um, it, we were starting to question the coaching, you know. So I think with Ritter coming in, I mean, it may not be a lot of huge changes, but it might be a couple of pieces that might make an appearance because they're fitting, you know, the chemistry with Ritter. Now, it, it, we... We don't know what to expect because we still got the same O line. <laughs> we still got same situation. So honestly, until we fix, you know, fix the trenches and everything else, I don't care who you put at quarterback. 
if you can't protect the quarterback and do and, and do what needs to be done, you can put anybody in there. It, we still gonna be that, you know. So, I I guess we'll just have to see what happens. It's, it's too early to say he's the, the saving grace. It's gonna take a lot more than just Desmond Ritter to get it done, but. I am excited to see what happens because honestly, in that preseason game, honestly, I felt like that was probably one of the best preseason games by a quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons in a long time. I feel. But of course, it's just preseason. So we can't really go off the regular season. But I feel like with Ritter's eagerness, his mental toughness, that makes him stand out a lot more than Mariota. I mean, that's just my opinion. I feel like he's going to come out there with that hunger, though. You know, we need more. I mean, I, I know what Blackberry was saying about we need a veteran quarterback behind the scene. I don't agree with that. It's like these quarterbacks are starting to, uh, fall the time is starting to hit a lot of these quarterbacks. It's time to start fresh. Yeah. Build this team younger. Mm-hmm. That's just my agreement with that. Okay. Yeah, and then also, like I said, going back to the Drew Dahlman's take on that as well is, um, yeah, like you said, it's going to be a little bit more under center. But then, like I said, you also have to look at those plays where he's getting blown up as soon as the ball is snapped. So this is why I say the the eyes is definitely going to have to be on you, Drew Dahlman. On you. You see how to you see how to point the thing. You see how to point the fan. Well, let me let me add something to that real quick. Let me add something to that. When it comes down to getting beat, um, those issues too. And the reason why I see put a lot of pressure on <clears throat> the guards in the center is because the offense is the, the offensive line and the offense is so becomes predictable. Teams know exactly where they need to fit guys. And that's why switching up the formations, being in full, being under center, being in pistol formations. Like when you when you switch things up, teams have to, you know, they have to they move according to that. And that's the issue. Somebody. So it's, it wasn't necessarily, I'm not necessarily saying that Drew Dahlman is going <laughs> to, he's going to have a drastic turnaround. What I'm saying with this Falcon offense, it's going to be a completely different offense because now you have a quarterback who can extend um, plays, but he can make those tough throws that Marcus Mariota wasn't making because once a safety knows that you can't complete a pass, what's the first thing he going to do, K-Style? What, what, a, what a quarterback, what is a safety going to do when he knows you can't throw the ball over his head? He gonna start creeping up. He gonna start creeping up on you. He gonna start sneaking up on you. He gonna get closer and closer. Hold on, hold on. I I could do it better. So why creep? Yeah, no, 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 no,
So that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying Dolman is not going to get pushed around. Of course, he's going to get pushed around. He still needs to work on his strength. And I'm not saying for sure that he's going to um, stop all the, you know, the, it's not going to save all the uh, the trouble as far as his snaps. So he obviously needs to work on that. But like I said, the I think the offense for the Falcons has become predictable. The good thing about that, yeah, it just shows me how good the offensive line really is because we still fourth in the league with a predictable offense. Mm-hmm. Fourth in the league in rushing with a predictable offense. So if we become unpredictable, this offense can really do some special things. And shout out to Fred Bucks for the two dollar super chat caller. Now he said we're going four and zero. We'll see how we'll see how it go. We're gonna see how it go. We'll we see. Go. I don't like predictions. We don't oh, do I don't oh, like oh. predictions. <laughs> oh. don't all, like right. predictions. all my all my predictions have become almost failures. But like I said, we'll see how it go. Like I said, a lot of things falling in place right now. Like you said, unfortunately with Kyler Murray, we still got to play the Cardinals, so we're not gonna see Kyler Murray. We most likely ain't gonna see Lamar Jackson. We, Got the stinks this week, and the Buccaneers are falling apart as we speak. So it's set up to be four and zero, but we have to play complimentary football at all three phases of the game. Mm-hmm. I like but, that ACLE a one game at a time. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to. The Saints felt like they was disrespected, you know. So they, you know, they trying to, even though they, we, they ain't no competition man, with us, but man, they, know, they, they gonna come with the, the cheatery, the foolery. You know, you, you know, know, you know, you know what's sad about it. <laughs> we know they gonna do some cheatery. Look, everybody's so excited about Desmond Riddle. We ain't even focused on the fact that we playing the Saints. Ain't nobody even talked about that. You notice that, right? At all. Not at all. And also, let me let me let me let me point this out too. Have y'all noticed that all the Arthur Smith needs to be fired narratives have disappeared? Have y'all noticed that? (laughs) The Arthur Smith ain't ain't shit narrative is disappeared. No, it's still out there. I was just on the show. Um, I don't know if y'all know Little Nas X. Um, his father, Robert, uh-huh. um, invited me on his show tonight. That's where I was coming from. And Arthur Smith ain't getting all the you know support from these fans. There's some still people that's really like, it's the quarterback. I mean, not the quarterback. It's the coaching. We need a new head coach. Well, I haven't seen too much well, of Getting what you want. That's that's all the case. Because mm-hmm. the majority of the people that I've been hearing saying it ain't saying it. So them the ones I'm talking about. But um, goddamn. <clears throat> Cause by you would agree, and you said <clears throat> Desmond Ritter can make all the throws. As we always spoke about it, he can make all the throws, and it's the confidence in him that can probably be the biggest difference. And it and it and it kind of coincides with how the team has played this year, as far as 
this being a team of a bunch of scrubs. Let's just keep it real. It's a team of majority scrubs. But it's the attitude, it's the confidence that they like, but hey, y'all think we suck. We're gonna show y'all how badly we suck. And it's and this team is staying in these games. You said we had 10 one point possession, no 10 one possession games this year. So like you said, maybe that Mariota confidence, yeah. not, not Mariota, Desmond Ritter confidence could be that little nudge over what they need to do. And I'm, I'm going to add to that. Because we've seen that Arthur Smith will sit you down if you're, you know, not producing. So it could be like, hey, even if you got a contract as the starter and all this kind of stuff, your job is not safe. I mean, because like y'all said, he mysteriously got hurt. Mm-hmm. We ain't heard nothing about him being hurt, but all of a sudden, he's like, you know, we got to come up with a narrative. Baby done been born, all now all of a sudden, you got an injury. Since when? So, I mean, that was their uncontroversially way of saying, that's not even the word, y'all. That was his way of sitting Mariota down without all the, oh my God, because it was already just the media was spinning it to be already a circus anyway. So it was like, what classy way can we get about of this situation then to say that he has an injury? But then again, we might have to be careful about that too, because what happened in Saints territory? Mm-hmm. You know, so well, we got to be very careful. We, we play in that type of role. I just hope, I, but I don't think this organization is about that mess and not having an organization together. But it's just, it's kind of, it's, kind of hard to believe that he was just hurt unless mm. he just got hurt over time you know in this break on his own without practice and everything else you know he don't you know had that good leg up and got that cramp at home and then he hurt himself <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah he could uh, he, <laughs> it wasn't he, well, well well well, well, like, well like, he's not like, 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 oh oh lord he jumped off the dresser. Let, let's just say that. Shout, shout out to Federio for that. That's his catchphrase. <laughs> Jumping off the dresser. Yeah, he, he jumped off the dresser and hit his head on the ceiling fan. Because <laughs> where did his injury come from? But um, I think it was just a, a nicer way of sitting him down without right. it being a circus. Because we, we, we got four games out, and the division is terrible at this point. So it's any man's ball game, and if we can't save our own ass, we ain't got a chance. So let's bring in somebody that can put some fire up under these players. It's like, oh, shit, my job ain't safe. Let me get up here and snap these balls right real quick. Hold on. What now? Wait a minute. Which way do you? Nah. So, I, you know, that's just my thing. It's like, I think oh, Ritter is going to be that new face, that confidence that you're going to give the players a little bit more like, I got to step minds up because... I don't know my job's going to be here. And then you got to think about a lot of these players are just one-year contracted players as well. Right. It ain't guaranteed. Mm-hmm. But, but, well, hold on. I feel like we didn't had this. Um, Hey, Mike. Hey, do y'all, Mike, Mike, do y'all realize that this Desmond Ritter conversation we didn't had, this, I think this is like, I'm gonna ask the people here in the audience right now that's watching this. Doesn't this feel a little bit about deja vu? How we talking about Desmond Ritter right now? 
This is a little deja vu. I feel like we've had really? this conversation. Really? I think we've had I think we've had this conversation before about expectations, but then the real explain, 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 explain to me. I'm I'm a little slow. Explain to me. I think I could do one better. I can okay. show you better than I can tell you. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Mr. Desmond Riddle. Now, I'm going to let you start this one off again. Uh-huh. I want to get your take on this, on, on Desmond Riddle, and what do you see from him? And I'll give well, my take to it afterwards. I, I love and hate uh what i'm about to say (laughs) um the reason why i love what i am about to say is because i do see ritter as being a guy that can make all those level throws Uh, he can throw the ball across the middle um as you so eloquently um stated early and as they run a lot of tight end sets um in uh, with Cincinnati, the first thing that you kind of brought to my attention is that he, he does throw the ball across the middle. Um, and being in, in Ritter, he's a great RPO quarterback. So um, I think he's going to be right at home. I, I think he's going to fit in right at home. The Falcons end up getting him in the second, third round. I don't know where they were looking at. They could possibly see him as a first-round talent. We could see them trade back into the first round because they got an extra um damn they got two thirds on that. I just thought about that. Yeah, they got two thirds this time. So um they could um Falcon could do so many good things. Um but I could see them trading back up into the first round or, or early in the second round to get a guy like Ritter. So uh at this moment I think if anybody's perfect for what this team is right now, Desmond Ritter is that guy. Very, very interesting. Mm. Interesting. You remember that, Miss Maggie? You remember that? I do remember that. I do remember that. Hmm. Hey, big boy. We've been on this. We've been on this. Like I said, like I said, for a cheap club, y'all need to go back and check that show out because that chat was very interesting right before that, Mm -hmm. right before that draft. I want y'all to check that check that chat out. Six man combo. You already know. As you saw on the screen. But oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The stats, the stats and the truth. And the truth. And we're gonna get them shirts printed and operated mm-hmm. soon, y'all. Y'all be ready. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I put that up, the reason why we went and flashback that was because this is, like you said, this is essentially our thought process when it came to him in the first place. Now, the question of the night was whether the title of the show was Arthur Smith did right by him, which means they did not have to force him out there. 
they gave Marcus Mariota the opportunity to play and to lose the job. Because we have to remember before the season started when the Marcus Mariota signing did happen, what was the first thing he always said? The thing that he said was, I'm going to come in here rather I be a starter or a backup. The familiarity of Arthur Smith is what intrigued me to come here. He didn't say it in those exact words, but you know, I'm kind of paraphrasing stuff like that. So he already knew either put up sure. or shut up. Now this is why we say we not gonna bash Marcus Mariota for his mistakes. Because like I said before, we could be a lot worse right now. We could be one in twelve right now, and y'all asses would be burning, burning damn Mercedes Benz Stadium down to the ground. <laughs> right. <laughs> like you said, it's just unfortunate that certain plays that he was involved in may not have went his way. But this is what Arthur Smith prepared Desmond Ritter for since the beginning. Remember, Arthur Smith said, and I quote, we are not going to treat him like a rookie and we're going to get his process up fast. Which means if they were waiting on the opportunity and the bye week was the perfect time because rather they would have been in it or out of it, the pressure is not on Desmond Ritter to go out here and um, turn into an MVP quarterback in four games. That's not what they're looking for. Right now they're looking for what's best for our situation at this point because he's hurt now. So mm. even though I, that's a little questionable, but um, I honestly felt that we was going to get a Ritter sighting at some point. But I truly felt it was after we pretty much was just ruled out of the playoff situation. So I thought that we was just going to catch him at the, you know, even if it wasn't the whole game. I felt once our chips were down, we was going to see Ritter. And it's to the point, it's like, what can we lose, you know, and give a preview to what the next season is going to be. Cause everybody got to realize Mariota wasn't is not here forever. He was just here to kind of bridge it, and Ritter learns behind him for the for the time being. You know, so I think the conversation when it came here, I think Mariota knew what he was getting himself into. Like you said, is either going to be the starting position or the backup. He knew he wasn't going to be. Now, he wanted to be. He wanted to come out here and redeem his career and everything else. But let's look at your track record at this point. Mm-hmm. How realistic, especially behind this offensive line, how realistic is it to be Mariota? It's going to be at quarterback for us. I don't think that was the plan. He was just a nice, cheap, available option that was familiar 
with Arthur Smith at this point because we know we're remember the, we're, we're we're the Titans right about now. Remember the Titans. Everybody want to come on from over there. Let's 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 get real. Right now we just doing what we do. But you gotta think about it. Even with them coming from the Titans, most of these former Titan players are on one year deals, so it ain't like they here for two or three years. That's what I'm saying. So it's a cheap option. It's just <laughs> right, just, just right. fill it fillers. But at this point, you know, so. I did feel like we was gonna get a Ritter sighting eventually, you know, but I thought it was gonna be a little bit after the bye week when it's like, you know what, we're not making it anyway. So why not Ritter? Come on in here and just, you know, see what you got, you know, since you don't sat there and watch veteran, a veteran make his mistakes. Now you know what you need to do when you get out there. He is sitting and they're, they're actually by doing this, he essentially made Desmond Ritter a fan favorite. Just by doing this, yeah, because there's a lot of people that was very upset about that draft pick. Like I said, go 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 back to that chat of that show. Y'all gonna see what the hell we talking about. But yeah, it couldn't. It couldn't have came at a perfect time because, like you said, you got Elijah Wilkins. Just like Mike stated earlier in his in his um, we'll call that a quasi rant. A somewhat rant. Uh, Wait. A uh, 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 some, some, somewhat. Yeah, somewhat. A uh, somewhat. Yeah, we're talking about you got Wilkinson coming back. You got Hennessy coming back. Um, Egoga. He, 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 he could possibly come back. Um, possible Casey Hayward. You don't know. Jared Bernhardt might come like you said, you got a lot of these players coming back, and you got a lot of these offensive linemen coming back. So it came at the right time. And like you said, he's got a big test here because you're you're essentially bringing him his first start against your most hated rival in a hostile environment. <clears throat> Now, what we're talking about, Ritter's confidence and his moxie oh, is going to come out and play of this game right here. Regardless if the Saints are trash or not, this is going to be a tough one. And I think the expectation for Desmond Ritter, oh, let me move that out the way. I think the expectation for Ritter it's not necessarily him to come out here and throw for 350 yards and 19 touchdowns in a game. I think where the expectation is going to come in for a lot of fans is going to be more so of that one or two throws in the game that could lead to some big plays. Because we, we've had yeah, opportunities where we could have had some big, big plays. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just simple so, throws. It's not, like I said, it's not, it's not those throws. It's not those throws where, where you gotta, you know, pinpoint accuracy. You gotta be on point. Like it, it's a critical, critical throw. Um, <laughs> um, but it's it's one of those throws that you should make. And these are the things you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And one one more thing I want to highlight real quick that I really didn't throw. Ritter is a really awkward quarterback. Uh, one of the things that I, I saw too is that he likes to roll out to the left 
Yeah, he did a lot of that in college. He did. He did a lot of that in Cincinnati. But you got to remember, that Cincinnati offensive that's, line that's, wasn't shit either, so. <laughs> so, I don't know if that's something that he does uh, without knowing. Like, I, but I don't know out of habit, sheer habit, or they design. And like I said, going back and looking at the preseason in those games, he did an awful lot of uh, holding out the lip. So, that's... Dan Red is going to be, he's going to be a weird, and I'm talking about a weird quarterback. You're going to see a lot of weird stuff about with him. Unconventional, unconventional like a mug. <laughs> All right. We got a little, we got a guest coming on right quick so he give us a thought because I got one more topic I want to speak on tonight as well. Um, Trey, what's going on, man? What's going on, y'all? Well, 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 what you know good, man? What you got for us? Not much, not much. Um, <clears throat> speaking of Desmond, um, Maggie, you was right about that little all of a sudden Marcus is hurt all of a sudden. I don't know where that came from. Unless, you know, y'all noticed anything about him rolling out and, you know, he was looking a little campy or something. I just, I ain't. I was, well, actually, I remember one of the games he was campy, it, 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 a lot of people didn't really pay attention to it, but it really wasn't like nothing major. It was in that Bears game. He came up gimping after that goddamn after that touchdown he scored where he um ran over the defender. Oh, he but got out in the ribs. That was why he got popped in the ribs. Mm-hmm. It, that helmet went straight. They went from straight ribs to helmet. Right. But yeah, the guy getting back to it. Yeah, that IR, that R thing is kind of it, I think they essentially did the same thing with Mariota that they did with Matt Ryan as far as put him in a scapegoat situation so it don't make it look as bad. Mm. But what what you got, Trey? What you got on that? What you got what you got as far as the topic tonight? Um I mean I'm I'm it's just I'm I'm glad Arthur. This is kinda like the perfect week, like you said. I mean injuries is as far as people coming back have been going our way. We're getting AK back, Elijah's coming back and I he he was doing pretty well before the um, knee injury started nagging a little bit too much. Um, I'm glad Jalen's coming back. I'm so, miss Jalen Dawn so much. I don't know why. It's just he brung some type of. He, he reminds me of TQ. It's a bigger okay. and a little bit slower. Okay. I don't know about his, I don't know about his fumbling issues. I haven't seen that yet. But <laughs> um, now I don't think he's fumbling. I think if he's getting the ball, he's falling straight on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, it's just um, like you said, this is a, a big test for a first start for a rookie. I mean, win or lose, sucky or good, the Saints fans are always going to be there. Um, it's it's just it's basically what they've been doing the past twenty, about fifteen, twenty years. So it's it's nothing new. But the good thing is though, they usually do struggle against rookie quarterbacks. They almost do it every time, other than like one occasion. He was a seventh round pick. But most of the time, they do struggle against rookie quarterbacks that are either mobile or they're just pretty good passers. And well, I think Desmond is both. Um, as far as the decision to start him now, um, it's, it's what we, a lot of people have been asking for the past about. 
Mm, let me let me see. Basically, since September 11th, after that Saints game, people been asking for him to be in. Maybe before that. So it's with everybody getting their their wish. Um, glad to see him finally get his chance to go out there and uh, prove himself. And I, I think he'll do a pretty good job as far as just managing the game and just be Brock Purdy. Check about check it down. Make a throw, a good throw here or two. And don't sell the game by yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, and then like you said too, we have the advantage of that run game as well. So just in case if anything does happen, or he may, and I know he he's confident as hell, but he it may be one of those throws where he may get a little shook out there. They can lean to that run game. Like I said, Desmond Ritter is in a situation where he doesn't have to win the game by himself. He just has to make a play. I mean, I mean, I, it, you're right about that one. Um, I mean, we don't, of course, we don't have the 49ers defense. It's two very two completely different defenses. But mm-hmm. if the defense can do what they did in that first half against the Saints, um, as far we uh, know, Andy starting, so it should take a little bit pressure off of us since he he makes like one, maybe two decent throws a game. So I'm not really worried about him. The only person I'm really worried about on that offense is Chris Olave. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure AJ has that locked down, so it's, I ain't really worried about it much. Um, mm-hmm. Just waiting for Sunday to hurry up and get here, man. Yeah, I can't wait. I think a lot of people can't wait. But like I said, we're going to continue on this conversation throughout the week as we got the six-man combo coming tomorrow as well as heavy hitters and Dirty Bird Thursdays as well. But there's one topic I want to talk about tonight, and I think this needed to be a like a big. This need to be a big spotlight on this. So let me ask y'all a question. As we already know, this whole thing with Deion Sanders and Jackson State, and talking about him, kind of. Well, you got some people thinking that he betrayed HBCUs and all this stuff and then you got the other side of here like oh yeah prime time go get your money there's one thing that went under the radar and mike brought this to my attention today and i think it needed some shine on it today um hold on let me go ahead and put it up did y'all know that all this damn time Wait there, wait there, wait there. If y'all can read that, Major League Baseball and Ken Griffey Jr. have announced the first ever HBCU Swingman Classic, an annual showcase for 50 D1 players from HBCUs. Did anybody know about Not at all. Uh-huh. Not even trending on Twitter or Insta. And sports center didn't post it either. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to ask the people watching this show. Did y'all know about this? Maggie, did you know about this? No, I didn't. Trey said he didn't know about this. I damn sure didn't know about this, and Mike didn't know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But it's a it's a good point because. Um, 
I felt like Sanders did what he said he was going to come in and do. Mm-hmm. One thing about it is he's very, you know, transparent. He puts it all out there. He came in and brought attention. Mm-hmm. Something that normally doesn't. And what is going to happen is going to be a ripple effect. There's going to be more people that are now saying, you know what? I think I need to make an impact right here. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't just leave and say, I'm just leaving y'all high and dry. He was like, I set up the platform. Now you take it and do what you're supposed to do with it now. I came in and showed you how to operate and get some 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 looks at these boys now. So right. it's going to be where other players and former people are going to say, hey, you know what? I saw the big impact that he made. Let me do something now. Let's get these boys recognition. Now the talks are out there. Now they're starting to kind of, hmm, let me pay attention. Now he's going to go over here to the other team. That portal was huge when he went over there. And it's not even a guarantee that he's going to stay there as a head coach for too long. He's going to make his small little impacts. Because at the same time, this is not about money for him. This is all about those players, the boys, that don't get the opportunities that they normally would. So he's going to make small little imprints all over the college world, I feel. He's building his own coaching tree, and I did not know. And there's one coach he had that I did not know he fucking had that that he brought over to Colorado. Y'all know, y'all know. It, it's two of them. It's two of them. He brought the head coach for Mississippi Valley State is gonna go to Colorado, and he had Fal- the Atlanta Falcons' very own Kevin Mathis on his coaching staff. Didn't know that one either. So, small, like it's small little steps. Small. It's small little steps. Like you said, it's just one of those things where okay, and this is kind of a reason why we kind of stepping up. But I'm just saying like this: Deion gave the blueprint on what Jackson State and ACU need to do. It's up to them to do it. To do it. But the problem is, is if he leaves and y'all don't do it. Dion was never the problem. Dion was never the problem with leaving. It's y'all asked. Which brings which brings until this point. The reason why this is so significant in my opinion is for the reason. We destroyed Dion Sanders for leaving. Mm-hmm. For bringing light to a situation. The whole point we making right here is the people. It's the people that are going out of their way to make fun of Dion and, and, and like call him a coon and call him all these types of names. And then here we go. We got a guy, a Hall of Fame legend and Ken Griffey Jr. doing the exact same thing. Bringing light to a situation. Nobody gave a damn. Nobody even, it's not trending on, it's not, we, if we cared about HBCUs, then why the hell is this story isn't trending? Why we don't see black people retweeting this? I had to do this. 
And I'm probably mm-hmm. the only one that had like I'm probably like the only people that's within Georgia that I've seen that retweeted it. But that's why we have this platform. Mm-hmm. And that's that's exactly what this is exactly why this is exactly why we speaking on this. And for a lot this, of people, this, 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 it, it takes this, us this, to bring awareness to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then and like that's, you said. And then, like you said, especially from a guy like Ken Griffey Jr., who I, as far as baseball, mm-hmm. who I oh, idolized the most. He, I've idolized mm-hmm. Ken Griffey Jr. more than, I'm about mm-hmm. to say, outside of the yeah, Braves, Ken, Ken, mm-hmm. Ken Griffey Jr. was my man. Dad. He's a big fan. He's I a am. Big fan. <laughs> I am. But, like you said, it's just for the simple fact that when we're talking about baseball and the black community. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a parallel of two two different ideologies because when we look at the average let's just say the the average black person don't look at baseball as being too exciting. That's why they always gravitate towards basketball and football because you always think, okay, it's the fast track, the money, it's flashy, uh-huh. it's all that. Like I said, this right here, this right, this right here is significant because what has been one of the major complaints about baseball when it comes to black? Ain't enough niggas. In, I'm and, just gonna yep. say it like this: ain't enough <laughs> niggas in the MLB. That's it. That's it. That's exactly what we're talking about. And, and like this I said, is the reason. Go, go ahead, my, I'm sorry. And, and my bad. And this is an opportunity to showcase. They said the first game would take place. 2023 All-Star Weekend in Seattle. So that means they're going to be playing All-Star the Weekend? Time. The first time. First time. That's a problem. <laughs> That's a problem. That's what we're talking about. But like I said, if we have to do it, like I said, if we have to be that to bring it to light, then that's our job. And it's so, so sad. My bad, my bad. Keep going, my, my bad. No, really, good. And it's so sad. It is so sad, bro, because it took scourging the internet and, like I said, all the fake woke people that Jumping down Dion's throat, like you said, ain't even ain't even said jack shit about this. What what Ryan, what what all guys, what what up old Money Jones at now talking about this? What his clown ass at? Don't see him talking about this. He got a platform. It's all about it's like I said, the, the one of the biggest reasons why this is a freaking issue for me. Is that people only care about shit when they see something in it for them? They only give a damn about Dion when Dion can do something for them. He can give them something, or they can make some money off of what he's doing. They don't give a damn about Ken Griffey Jr. Why? Because baseball is not a popular sport within the black community. Not to say black people don't play the sport, but it, like I said, you're not gonna look nobody. Let that keep it real. How many girls don't came up to you and say, "Oh, you play baseball?" Not now, now. That ain't happened to me. 
Oh, he played basketball. Oh, he played football. Yeah, they'll jump on that. But ain't no girl, ain't no you girl get... gonna walk, walk up and you say, "Oh, you play baseball." Well, you gotta think mm-hmm. about it too. It ain't happening. Baseball. You see more football and basketball camps than you do see baseball. Well, now let's keep it real. And the the emphasis isn't on baseball. But if people realize, it's like he just said, they make a hell of a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They so do. it needs to be a lot of money. See, it see needs the, to be the focus. See, see, see. The problem is, is where where a lot of people don't realize with baseball, they make a lot of money. The road to that money is a lot more strenuous than it would to be at football and basketball. So this is why when we talk about that money conversation with baseball, a lot of people are like, I don't think I got the patience because you could be in single a double a triple a for 10 plus years before you get to the majors but the payout mm-hmm. and, the, and, and the dedication and the mm-hmm. they look they will pay you now they won't pay you earned it but it mm-hmm. might be a little tougher but see so mm-hmm. but that's a good point that you just stated because mm-hmm. honestly let's what's the difference between college football to pro those athletes Mm-hmm. Before they were, you know, the situation where they was going, you know, just look at it. They play harder. Mm-hmm. They play tougher. These pro athletes come over here and it's like, oh, it's a paycheck at this point. I'm going to get paid. Especially, you know, the, the, the roles that wear, you know, is wear and tear on that position anyway. So they don't even feel like they're going to be, like you said, not for long in this league. So they're already like, you know what? give it a couple of years a little, little bit and get my little paycheck and i'm gonna set myself up for life whatever but they're not looking at it like i'm gonna be that impact to this team we, we've seen that in some people that really disappointed us over the years because they got too money hungry they sat there and got paid but still sat there and cried and bitched and moaned well i need to know what my next contract is gonna be Mm-hmm. These players come over here and they get spoiled. And of course, the quarterback situation where it's all these high end priced, ridiculous amounts, like it's going up and up and up and up, but doesn't mean the value of that player is going up either. Mm-hmm. It's just paycheck. Mm-hmm. And I seen somebody say something about Umar Johnson, man. He need to get slapped with a jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> Talking about 50,000 lashes for Deion Sanders. Mother, you about as relevant to the black community <laughs> as David Duke You're stealing is. from black people. And you willingly, you, you went on national TV and I told yeah, but he snitched on me. Y'all would have never knew if he wouldn't have snitched on me. And that's crazy about Umar Johnson, too. It, it's, fuck, it, it's crazy as hell because. For somebody that's supposed to be the prince of pan-Africanism, the only time you ever see him speak is when he's asking either people for donations, condemning brothers for dating outside their race, and Deion Sanders going to Colorado. Um, I might say like this. Man, let me tell you I said that about Umar Johnson. I saw that video. I was like, well, what the hell wrong with me? 
like I said, like I said, you he need to get slapped with a jar of mayonnaise. I'm, 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 I'm not throw an egg at his ass. Somebody, <laughs> but a jar of mayonnaise ain't gonna work. You need to hit him with an egg. You need to hit him with some ketchup, mustard, and we ain't gonna wait the sriracha sauce on him. That's too good. Something wrong with that man, though. Omar still, we still waiting on that goddamn school. That motherfucker, hey, that motherfucker was supposed to have that school back in 2009. I know that. <laughs> oh, another thing, I'm gonna tell you another thing I saw that got made me mad. All right, so you know when Dion first got the job at Colorado, right? Mm-hmm. So at the Jackson State game, get what the hell the damn DJ at the game playing? Had all yeah. the food that's singing. If you're yeah. gonna leave, Go ahead, Lee. I was like, you know what? He here is. Then, look, then, then you got the presidents of the school talking about. I hope he fails and all. I like, God. I like, I like, bro. Is it really this serious? I know, right? Full crazy. We got, we got problems here. Like I said, we got problems bigger than just sports here. Because they knew they weren't going to do nothing without them. You don't know what was going on behind the scenes, man. For one thing, that man was getting robbed and unappreciated. And mm-hmm. who's going to stick around to something like that? You're not even protecting me as as a, a coach. I know, right? That's, that's great. That's why they always going to be known for their band and not their football team. That's the only thing that they can be known for. You have a you have a sixty thousand capacity stadium, which is always sold out. But but like I said, I think I think well I think where he kind of got the support was that little that little clause that clause in his contract where it said is if Jackson State sold over thirty thousand got thirty thousand asses in them seats during the game. He's supposed to get three uh, percent of every ticket sold after thirty thousand. And the fact that if you watched a lot of those games, a lot of those, I ain't gonna say watch a lot of them, but from what he said and what a lot of people said, those games were sold out. But the tickets rolled off that they were sold out. They they, they sold twenty eight thousand. So if they if he would have got thirty thousand, he'd have got more money in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. No, right. Raymond, what's up, dog? What's going on? Yeah, and, King, and King Quest said here like this. We got so much goddamn shit. But Dion and all these HBCUs, but we right. ain't no nobody talk. One thing about Brett Farr stealing Raymond. money from that goddamn Raymond. same community. Raymond, I'm stealing money for that money. Still, you got all that money. You'll be stealing money. <laughs> from the same community. It be your own people. <laughs> but but like you said man getting back to the topic at hand with Ken Griffey man I'm glad he's doing this man like I said it's, and then like you said and he's especially coming from a community where he's kind of what you would call them what they call them, them bougie black folks that's what he's kind of always been hey, where, where is he originally from I remember Wild, watching. Washington I think he's from Washington to so, uh, Washington state of Washington D.C. Washington State. Oh yeah, yeah. It ain't nothing going on up there with people growing apples <laughs> and smoking a lot of weed. <laughs> yeah, that, that that sounds about right, right there. That's my but, own Washington. But yeah, man, hey, look at shout out to deal for on um, Ken Griffin, man. He helped me hit 14 home runs in Little League with that swing and that stand. Boy, that swing was so pretty, boy. What? Boy, he, he had. <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> anybody I ever seen play baseball. And I played baseball. I watched baseball all the time. Bro, mm-hmm. ain't nobody swing coming oh, yeah. close oh, to yeah. the like, 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 if he hadn't got hurt, he'd have broke that record way before Barry Bonds would have. Oh, yeah. Oh, he'd have broke yeah, that yeah. record. He'd have broke that record. Yeah. ATL here said, Moore Brown College came back and got the accreditation. Nobody said Ain't nobody said nothing by Mo B. Shout out to Mo B, man. And it's people that's that's getting ready to go on over to that school. Because, shoot, that's, that's the school I wanted to go to before they lost. Me, too. Game. I was going to go to Moore Brown. My cousin mm-hmm. was in the band at, at Mo B. But shoot, by the time I graduated, that's when they lost their accreditation. I think we're the same year out, I think. Yeah, 03. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to go, but they had lost their accreditation at that point. Yeah, I'm kind of glad I did go that little. I would have lost every little bit of damn common sense I would have had. I already ain't got much, dog. What the hell you mean? You ain't got no damn common sense. I got a little bit left. You a damn fool. I know I'm going to do it, but I got a little call me. Don't let that cut the bumpkin shit through you. I got some sense. I got most sense than most folks. I promise. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, like you said, man, like, like, and, that, and that's, I think that's definitely the opportunity that we need to see as far as black folks in baseball we talking about black americans not afro latinos because some people get them confused mm-hmm. um like you said i see it a couple of them <laughs> i'm in the dr i mean they, they, yeah. They, 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 they. <laughs> yeah but yeah like because like, i think i think it was before the before the 70s came no before the 80s came up baseball was big in the black community because i know my grandfather i think he told me my grandfather actually oh, told me he was he he was he was actually i wouldn't say i think yeah i think he said he was drafted by the red sox or something like that hey i had an uncle to him I had an uncle down here that had an opportunity to play for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the people that be owning a baseball team, you know, down inside Georgia, they own plantations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the time, my grandma and my granddaddy, they grew up on the plantation. My granddaddy worked for them folks. All my grandma had to do was stay home. But my uncle was so good in baseball. He had an opportunity to go play for him, but he thought, uh, I think he either declined them or, you know, he just chose what well, now he got drafted to the military. He got drafted mm-hmm. to Vietnam, mm-hmm. but he actually had an opportunity to play. He was just that good. Every time I go to his house, he always watching some baseball game. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, baseball is kind of, is really like part of what our heritage is as black folks. Even going back to the eighteen hundreds, yeah, you had some of them. You've seen some of them old pictures of all them old baseball players from the eighteen hundred. You had a few of them that was us. Hell, so, look, prime time. Let's think about it. Oh, yeah. Don't forget about Bo. Do not forget about Bo. Because Bo, mm-hmm. man. Bo knows. Bo knows. Reggie Jackson. Yeah, yeah. These are no, some. Don't Brian Jordan. Brian Jordan played. Jordan. Played with the Falcons and the Braves. Who else? Uh, well, nah, I Fred guess. McGriff. Shout out to Fred McGriff. Yes, for the Hall. Into the Hall. Before going to Cooper. Shout out. 
Marquise Grissom. Those are a lot of players. Terry Pennington. Yeah, we just talking about the straight Brave. We talking about the straight Brave right now. Can't forget about Frank Robinson. Darren Strawberry, even though he was high as hell when he was playing, he was good. Dwight Good. Yeah. Baker, like, like I said, it's a oh, lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. So, like I said, baseball to us, it, it's it's our pastime as well. And I think what happened was is the aesthetics and the fame and the flash of being on the football, playing football and basketball, it's kind of took us away from what baseball really meant to our community because right. that, it was a point in time when that's all we had. We didn't have football. Yeah, we didn't have basketball. We started wow. developing basketball, but I was definitely we say always Kirby. had baseball. We always had baseball. I was definitely say Kirby Puckett, but Kirby Puckett was that guy too, man. Even though he broke my heart in '91. Oh God, don't remind me. Yeah, do not. Right, no, don't, don't, don't. We're not doing that. We're not. Doing that. But hey, you gotta give Kirby Puckett. You gotta give Kirby Puckett respect, though, man. Kirby, no, we don't. We we don't gotta give him no credit. I was not over that. I was mad, man. Shout out to the first. Shout out to Uncle Bonilla one time over there, Bobby Bonilla. Oh my God, Bobby Bonilla is the great. He's the greatest of all time, bro. This one time. This, mother, this, this, this dude's last paycheck on something. He the for what a lot of players are doing now. Exactly. That, boy, that, boy, that boy last paycheck gonna come in 2043 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bobby straight, boy. Bobby is straight. Exactly. That, that damn, but... Yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to get I just wanted to shine some light on that, man. We can talk about it some more. Um, like I say, shout out to Ken Griffey Jr. And like I said, and shout out to the brothers, the baseball players to play D one at the All Star game next year. Like I said, get an opportunity to showcase what part of our heritage is still there. And that is baseball. Fuck what they talking about over there. Yeah, yeah. Brothers play baseball too. You're looking at a former baseball player here. It's one of the most fun sports to play, boy. Oh, I know I did. Love playing baseball now. I was hot. I was hot. Yeah, I just sat to the side. Mike, what position you played, dog? I tried. I know for me, I tried left field. I tried left field. Didn't work out. Got hit in the eye with a line drive. I got hit hit in the eye by a pop up. So I like, nah, yeah, I know this is not for me. Hey, <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. I got hit in my eye. I got the uh, when what that was on. Uh, I was playing. I was playing American Legion ball when I was in high school. You know they had on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they had American Legion leagues in the summertime. Right. Shoot, I got hit in the eye trying to feel the ground ball. It was like we was, you know, one the field was just, was just bullshit. Woo, yeah, boy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Don't, don't go to second base. Don't go oh, no, uh, third. Don't, don't go it. <laughs> I guarantee you gonna go to third base. Yeah, yeah well, I take I take that I, I take the outfield yeah, all yeah, that high corner. Yeah. Hey, I try uh, yeah. first first base, I, I look, look <laughs> I ain't got the flexibility for first base. I'm left-handed, so I can't play no other position <laughs> according yeah. to most of these coaches. So yeah. It was either first base or outfield for me. 
But yeah, I, when I was, I think when I was little league, I played shortstop, <laughs> and I was, I was a pitcher. But I was, I was a pitcher with only one pitch. <laughs> Mariano Rivera ass. Hey, nah. I know, right? How you hit him every time with I throw two straight fastballs and I let up on that third one, boy. They can get him every time. I still got 13 battles in one game. See, see, he did a lot better than me. No, I, 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 I had a slurve. I had a slurve, so yeah. I, I, I had, I had, I had, I had, I had a pitch called the goddamn it. That, that was my pitch. <laughs> yeah, every time I tried to pitch that bitch, I threw that bitch out the park. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was trash, bro. I ain't even gonna tell nobody. I was trash. I was, I was, I was awful. But, but like I said, that, that what I always say with baseball players, man. That's why I say I give them the most. Everybody think baseball is boring and easy. It's no, that shit is hard. Yes, it is. You gotta have that eye coordination on point, boy. Mm-hmm. In the I start part, stuck turn. I thought I, I, I just loaded. I, I couldn't hit them out of my mouth. Hell no. Right. Exactly. He said, Yeah. He no. said, You, Key Quest said, You had that El Duque picture style. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that Don Trail Willis. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you something, man. I remember, um, I think when I was playing Legion Ball, we had our, they had like the state championship, the state tournament down, for, down here in Georgia for all the Legion team. Mm-hmm. We played the team out of Alvarado. Boy, I swear they, they had they had Greg Matters on the mind. That was my first time ever facing a ninety mile an hour fastball pitch. <laughs> Boy, I was in that damn. No, nah, my my one that bad. I, th- I, th- I think I threw like 80, 83, Yeah, about eighty three, eighty four. I did hey, my my fastball on that. They were hitting the easy nine. Not that damn. He was hitting the easy nine. Nah, I, I was standing there, not a shaking yeah. like hell. If he would have hit me, I would have got that. Ball up and went to sleep in that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, look, 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 I'm about to say, you talk about quarterbacks throwing the deep ball. Mm-mm. You, I, I'd rather throw, I'd rather try to throw a 50 yard bomb down the field on the football field than try to hit a baseball. I'm finna tell you that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of closing our case style. All right, man. Yeah, we kind of yeah we kind of went on a little bit longer going down these baseball memories. We gonna continue these conversations throughout the week, man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all Maggie Night Rider train We got I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let I'm gonna let everybody else get their final talking point tonight, man. Uh, Maggie, you wanna go ahead and run point on it? Um, well, just. All I got to say is support everybody. We honestly appreciate everybody that um, understood that Matt Mike's channel is down at the point, but y'all coming on over and showing love to each and every other channel. We really, truly appreciate you. Definitely. Yes, sir. Got a lot of things that are coming very soon. And you're going to see me a lot more. You know, I, I've been kind of in the idle oh, state, yeah. but I'm definitely going to come back and give y'all uh miss maggie t i miss it i miss it i miss the updates the news and everything else so it's just like i had to just get my stuff together but i'll be back um i'm actually bringing back my show if y'all remember lust exchange 
thinking I'm coming back. That's Somebody want you and Lisa? Well, it's gonna be. I don't know who's gonna be with me. I don't have a host yet, but um, we're gonna talk about those real talkers because I want to explain. What the hell he doing behind? He's creeping behind. controversial topics that people shy away from when it comes to the sport so y'all want to follow me over there i'll tell y'all when i start getting that back up but if y'all want to hear some real conversation and matt mike and k styles was a part of that at some point we're gonna open it up we're gonna hit some real hard hitting topics that we just need to talk about and bring awareness in our community a lot more outside Mm -hmm. of football because we're more than just sports people we are more than that, just that. So we need to bring awareness to that as far as who we can be, who we can become. If you put your mind to it, that's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right, Night Rider, what you got, man? Hey, man, look here. First of all, appreciate y'all letting me come on in and just be crazy as hell like I normally do. But um, y'all, in case y'all ain't know, some of y'all didn't know I do. I got nominated for producer of the year yo atl raps award the award show is going down in april so uh the bonus star next week man i'll let y'all know all i told him what i told him was everybody hey everybody that's out there man if y'all out there i'll let y'all know i need all the votes i can get y'all y'all we're gonna, we're gonna make sure we, we let everybody know how to do that so get us the details we're gonna put oh, yeah. it on the we're show gonna we're gonna make sure get start opening. y'all get behind night oh, yeah. yeah, we, we got some dope ass producers coming up we got yeah, some man. music coming mm-hmm. we got a lot of things going on in the background we, do. we, like, do. Okay, we do what's going on with the afn crew what's going on right. with matt mike and just k styles night rider and them Y'all just watch and see. It's, it's a we lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, we, do, we do more than just talk Falcons football. We got other stuff we got going on. Everybody got talent. Absolutely. Okay. I might, I might, you know, <clears throat> get on the track one time. All I'm going to say is look, y'all, better be, look, y'all better be very afraid. Because what do we always tell them, Mike? Y'all really don't want to know what goes through the right here. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, really don't want to know. You really don't want to know. But, hey, man, Trey. All right, Trey, man, what you got, man? You still there? Yeah, I'm still here, man. Not much, man. It's just, um, 
I'm gonna I'm uh, be at your live tomorrow, listen to Nan. Okay. Bro, get these final exams finished up this week, man. Good thing though, I get to exempt most of them. You know, I've been keeping my grades up, so I only got to take three of them instead of eight, thankfully. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's definitely. That, yeah, definitely glad you kept up. God, okay, my bad, my bad. Damn, the hoes getting their ass stomped the fuck out. But yeah, go ahead, Trey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that congratulations on that, man. Shoot, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. man. But just um, getting ready for that. Getting ready for. Um, might head to New Orleans this week to go watch the game. So I'm trying to figure that out if I'm leaving Friday or not. If I'm not, I'm going to still watch the game from a TV in my room, laying down with my jersey on, like I usually do. But, um, yeah, man, just finishing out these last four games, because I know we, even though the offseason isn't the most spectacular time of the year for football, there's still some news that goes on um, throughout February and March. And, of course, we still got the playoffs, even. Um, so, it's... Just enjoying these last few games. Hopefully, we can make a little push or something. Excited to see what the team can do. They, if they really want to do some, like I said, like I've been saying, the time is now. Not, not a better time than to just click on right now and get everything set. So, um, yeah. Also, Maggie, um, glad you're back. I ain't been on a lot with you and Bo. I know. I don't know how long. I've been in the background. I mean, I, I've been around. I've been watching. But it's time for me to come on back, y'all. It's time. We missed you. We missed you. Just I know. see. I yeah. see. Y'all need to drop them super chats, though, if y'all that serious, though. That's, that's what we need to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had an AFN barbecue. Everybody come on. Well, well, well your ass should have been goddamn yeah, clamoring for that right. early. <laughs> I got yeah. it at the tail end. Yeah, that's y'all job to do. <laughs> hey, shit. Hey, shit. We'll need, hey, 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 we we let them do it at their leisure, and like I said, when when it come down to it, we That's know right. when you when 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 you come on, we know they gonna drop it. They 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 drop chats like women drop draws at a keep sweat. Drop it like it's hard. But, drop it like it's hard. But Brian, people with the one ninety nine said congratulations, night Rider. Thank you very much. 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 All right, that's all you got, Trey? Mm-hmm, pretty much. All right, so. Uh, I think I can't. I, got, I, I think I got to do this right. I got I to. Yes, Lush Exchange is back, baby. Let's go ahead and get it off with a little music. So, we appreciate everybody tuning in tonight to the Cooler Talk Monday. If you're watching on GS, GSN, Mad Mike Sports, or Atlanta Falcon Nation, we appreciate you tuning in, as well as on Twitter. So tomorrow we got the six-man combo. We're going to continue this conversation. Then we got the heavy hitters. Then we got Dirty Bird Thursday. Then we got the Friday crew. Oh, man, y'all y'all get it. Yeah, y'all are very blessed right here. This is the network. And I want to say one thing. Uh, fuck Skip Bayless and everything he stands for. Um, no cap. No cap. Um, everything. Everything he stands for. Everything. I don't know. I just after what I'm happened on. today with him and Shannon, man, that's just that was that was low down. 
That was low down right there. You know, he don't even know Tom Brady. He just riding him. Oh, you talking about what, what Skip said about Shannon? Oh, fuck. Man, that would have some choice words, Skip. You don't disrespect me like that, that Skip. Exactly. Exactly. I would have whooped Skip ass. Yeah. That nigga Skip. I would have whooped Skip ass. Say, baby, glad I ain't, baby, glad I ain't, I ain't, I ain't throw, I ain't throw this damn desk at your ass neither. And shout I out to Jet Life. Shout I out to Jet Life. I think Skip had uh, that Halloween mask that he had. Remember, remember that Halloween oh, yeah. mask? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Also, and also, 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 also. Shout out to Jet Life with the 199. Say appreciate y'all GSM and AFN. Also, we do have the Rex pit right after Dirty Bird Thursday on Thursday. So y'all make sure y'all check out our brother Blackberry Lorex with the Rex Blackberry pit. Blackberry Lorex. This had to do with me. Mm-hmm. Told Skip Bayless to put your motherfucking glasses on. What? Boy, you better be glad. Woo, boy! I'd have been, I, I, he, uh, boy, I'm about to say he probably would have had some Ray Buchanan flashbacks and slapped shit out of his head one good time on the damn. That that'd have been one of the perfect times I'd have seen a grown man get slapped on TV outside of the Will Smith shit, and I'd have sat there and laughed at it. I'm surprised he didn't reach, reach across that table, man. As soon as he pulled the glass off, I was like, "Oh, what's about to happen?" Mm-hmm. And y'all know, y'all know this Shan, Shannon's hair done got really, really gray lately. So it's like, uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, skip, skip, skip. Bayless can suck a mean one. He can kick rocks and all that shit. And man, man, his wife look like him. Okay, so at the end of the day. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> Damn. Have you seen his woman <laughs> look like him? So until next time, people, man, we ain't here to play. Yeah, here to stay. We here to stay. You ain't gotta go home. I, I, I. Ooh, I, I hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You gotta go home, but you gotta get the hell out of here. I'm gonna say this real quick. You, you might be getting the rant from me after what I just, I just heard the, the Santa shit. Yeah, he's a whole bitch for what I heard. I'm, I'm gonna just leave it at. So you might be getting the rant. Uh-uh, for me. That shit was so full, dude. Uh, 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 and, and that thing about Tom Brady having a whole meeting separate from the coaching staff, oh, boy. Oh, boy, boy, boy. You might be getting a classic man Mike Ram tomorrow. Y'all better stay tuned for that. Let him have it, Mike. Got it. Let him have it. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, I, let I him have it. I can't believe what I just heard. Hey, look, let, let him have it and say it. Y'all got a six-man case style tomorrow. I, I guess. Hey, look, look, let, let them have hey, it. Got from, no, dirt cutter than yeah. the Dirt cutter than the God damn, y'all. What time, Mike? No, 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 go, no, no, go, go, go to six-man case style. Go to six-man case style. Oh, we're going to run on the show tomorrow. Uh-oh, so y'all better get ready because Skip Bayless about to get his ass flambasted and roasted all the way to Neptune. He gonna get the <laughs> And Tom Brady punk ass is a... Uh... Hey, I'm about to say, hey, they deserve each other. They might as well just that. get married. They might as well get married. 
I mean, at this point, Tom going home to an empty mansion anyway, so hey, it's good to have some company somewhere. Nah, Skip Bayless, Skip Bayless gonna be there with a made outfit with with no drawers on, waiting for Tom Brady. Tune in tomorrow. You know they're gonna be on CP time, but make sure you uh -oh, said. Uh oh, uh oh, Blackberry one said they want a piece of it tomorrow. Uh oh. Oh, yeah, boy, I got it showed up. Set my notification with that one, boy. Uh oh, we about to go in. So, uh, so until tomorrow, y'all, we about to have a family in on this. Deuces. Deuces. If anybody in New Orleans, y'all holler at your boy. If you don't want to mean, then keep it clean, fellas. Trim those heads. You get a 20% off at Manscaped, plus free shipping with the promo code AFN at manscaped.com.